Hello, 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 and welcome to the Trips Tennis Talk podcast, the podcast where we discuss what's going on in pro tennis. Today, we're going to do a draw preview of this week's upcoming tournaments in Canada. This week, the men are going to be in Montreal, and the women are going to be in Toronto, which is a switch from how it's been done in past years. Before the pandemic, in odd-numbered years, the men would be in Montreal, and the women would be in Toronto. And in even-numbered years, the men would be in Toronto, and the women would be in Montreal. But in 2020... Uh, the Canadian Open was canceled. And instead of just keeping it on the same cycle, where they would just skip one and continue, they delayed. So they pushed the 2020 editions to 2021, meaning that we are now on the opposite cycle. The cycle has flipped. So now for the entire rest of time in... Even years, the men will be in Montreal and the women in Toronto. And in odd-numbered years, the men would be in Toronto and the women would be in Montreal. So just know that this week, the men are in Montreal and the women are in Toronto for this week. That's all that you need to know. Before we jump into this year's tournament, let's briefly recap what happened last year. Um, Last year... Uh, Camila Georgi was the champion. She beat. She was unseated when she won. It was a nice title out of the blue for her. And in the final, she beat number four seed Karolina Pliskova, 6-3, 7-5. And earlier in that week, to get to the title, Georgi had wins over the number nine seed Elise Mertens. Uh, at that point, no, not at, not at that point. Um, former Roland Garros semifinalist, I believe, Podoroska. Uh, Kvitova, number seven seed, multiple Wimbledon winner. Uh, number 15 seed at the time, Coco Goff. Jessica Pagula in the semis, and then Pliskova in the finals. So that was a good run, uh, run to the title last year for Georgie. Um, if I had to bet, I don't think she'll repeat it this year, but you never know. Um, in the men's edition last year, uh, number one seed, Daniel Medvedev, uh, continued his tradition of August success in the United States. In the semis, he beat John Isner, and in the final, he beat Riley Opelka. Um also on the way to the title last year, let's see who Medvedev beat. He beat Bublik, Duckworth, Hercotch, Isner, and Opelka. And the Hercotch match in the quarters was 2-6-7-6-7-6. So that was a good one. And Hercotch got him at 20-21 Wimbledon. And he also got him this year at Halle if I remember right, and that was a beatdown. We'll have our non-existent stats department check me on that. So let's get into the previews here. I'm not going to really mention the rankings because if you heard that, that was my coffee maker going off there. It just turned off. 
But um, I haven't looked at the draws yet, so I'm going to be reacting to them live on the air. But with the rankings, as you guys know, the rankings are just in shambles. They've been in shambles for two and a half years now. You know, now they're going to be manipulated for another year because of the Wimbledon rankings not being on there. And so, you know, I'm not going to be referring to the 52-week rankings that much or to the rankings that much at all, to be honest. I think the race rankings these days are the best indicator of where we're at. Okay, so I'm going to put the microphone down for just a brief moment here. Okay, maybe you can still hear me, but not quite as well. I'm going to do a keyboard thing that I have to do here. So that's one draw, zooming in on one draw, zooming in on the other draw. Okay, so now I'm back. All right, reacting to the draws live here. So let's start with the women, ladies first. So the 2022 National Bank Open, Toronto, Canada. Let's take a look at our seeded players here. Um, and it looks like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So we have 17. So it looks like in the top 17 players in the world, 16 of them are here. So that's nice when all the players show up for an important tournament. We're missing somebody here. Let me. I'm looking at my phone here to see who we're missing. This is very good podcasting. You know what I'm saying? So let's switch to the WTA here. Who's not here? Sabalenka, maybe? Maybe maybe it was Azarenka, because Azarenka's visa got denied. Is she in the top 16? Looks like she's not. Number 8? Number 9, Collins. So it looks like Danielle Collins is not playing. She's the only top member that's not playing. So... Our number one seed, Shwiatek. Number two seed, Contivate. Number three, Sakari. Number four is Bedosa. Jabor is the number five seed. Sabalanka is number six. Pagula is number seven. And Muguruza is the eighth seed. And then just quickly running through seeds nine through 16. Radikanu, Goff, Kasatkina, Bencic, Fernandez, Pliskova, Halep, and Ostapenko. So now let's take a look at the draw by quarter. So it looks like in our top quarter here, we've got number one, Shviatek against number eight, Muguruza. So Shviatek, Muguruza is the first quarter. The second quarter, number three, Sakari versus number five, Jabor. Three versus five. That's a tight number combination there. The third quarter, number seven, Pegula, against number four, Badosa, Badosa. Number In the last quarter, number six, Sabalanka, against number two, Annette Contivate. And if we go by seeding, the projected semis would be number one, Shviatek, against number three, Sakari, and number four, Bedosa, against number two, Contivate. But as you guys know, really on both tours, that rarely happens, where you get the top four seeds at a big tournament into the semifinals. So now let's go through and 
take a look at each quarter and note some interesting players. So again, that first quarter, Sviantek, Sviantek and Muguruza. Also in here, we have, let's see, Leila Fernandez is in here as the 13th seed. She's got U.S. Open final points, points coming up to defend. So she'll be looking for some good results this month to offset what you would expect to be a significant rankings drop when she does not defend her final points points in a couple months. Serena Williams is in here. She opens against a qualifier which has yet to be determined. We're recording I'm recording this uh, early Sunday afternoon. Um, Osaka opens against Kaya Kanepi and then the winner of that would play Muguruza the number eight seed. So Osaka is looking for some good results. That's a quite a tough draw. Then if she beat that, she would play uh, Benchich or Serena, possibly. Azarenka is also officially still listed in the draw, but this morning she tweeted in a statement that her visa to Canada was denied. Definitely an unfortunate situation. Um, Azarenka is from Belarus, which is one of those countries that has been globally affected by political sanctions along with Russia. So Azarenka is still on the draw that I'm looking at, but Benchich will open against somebody else. Um, making predictions here? All right, I'll make some. I need to type these out, right? Um, am I going to make predictions on this podcast? I don't know. We'll come back to that. And I'll just pick somebody. So I have to pick someone to get out of this section into the semis. I'll do that. I'll make a pick to get to the semis here. So I'm going to say out of this section that I'm going to say Sviantek gets out of here. Hardcourt, not her best surface, but she's and she's had some losses recently, but I think she can make it to the semis. Make sure you clip that for when she loses in the first round to Shelby Rogers, okay? Okay, second quarter. Sakari and Jabor are in this quarter. Uh, Sloane Stevens plays Kennan in the first round, so that's a first round of major champions. Um, let's see. Pliskova plays Krejcikova. Krejcikova is unseated now after she lost in the first round of her Roland Garros title defense. Um, Kasatkina opens against Andrescu. That's a good match. Um, nothing else really sticks out to me here. Rebecca Marino, Canadian wildcard. Coming out of this section, Sakari has not been playing that well recently, even though she's number three. I'm going to go with Jabor coming out of this section. I'm just going to type that in one-handed here. Third quarter, Pegula versus Bedosa in this quarter, also in here. Madison Keys will open against a qualifier. The winner of that would play Pegula. Radicanu's in here as the number nine seed. Same as Fernandez. She needs all the points that she can get this month because her 2,000 U.S. Open points, most of those will be coming off in about a month's time. Ostapanko, Kvitova also in here. 
and a Canadian wild card who I don't believe I've ever seen before, Catherine Sebov. And she plays Putintseva in the first round. I don't think Bedosa's going to get through. Ostapenko, Radicanu, Pegula. I'm going to say... I'm going to go with uh, Pegula getting through this section as the number seven seed. And in the last section, Sabalenka and Kontovic section... Coco Goff opens against a qualifier. Halep opens against a qualifier. Venus Williams plays Jill Teichman, and the winner of that would play Contivate in the second round. That's a tough draw. So Venus and Serena cannot meet until the final. That probably is not going to happen. I'm going to say Coco Goff is going to get through this section. So in my quick little draw preview. I've got in the semis Sviantek against Jabor and Pegula against Goff. I'm going to say Sviantek is going to beat Jabor and I'm going to say why not? I'm going to say you know what? I'm going to pick against what I was just going to say. I'm going to say Pegula gets the win there. It's going to be a Sviantek versus Pegula final. Apologies on pronunciation. I didn't think about that before I hit the record button. I'm going to have to bone up on that. I'm going to say the winner of the Canada women's draw is going to be... Hmm, hmm, I'm going to say Sviatek. Sviantek. Iga Sviantek is going to be your winner a week from today. The number one seed is going to get it done. Now let's slide on over to the men's draw. Here we've got the, oh boy, Omnium Bank National Presente par Rogers. The, because in Montreal we got French this week. And let's see. And just, just as a note, the total financial commitment in the women's draw, I think it was in the 2 million range. Oops. It was... 2 million, 2.5 million and change for the women's draw total prize money. And the men's draw total prize money, 6.5 million and change. So just throwing that out there. Okay, let's take a look at the men's draw. Seeded, uh, seeds first. And we're definitely missing some players on the men's side. We're missing Nadal, who has the ab injury. We're missing... Uh, Zverev, who's still recovering from his ankle roll at Roland Garros this year. We're missing Djokovic because he is an unvaccinated unvaccinated foreign national. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Who's number 17? I'm going to guess that's Opelka. So Opelka is not playing this week, which I'm just seeing here. It says here that he withdrew with a heel injury, so he will be losing 600 points from making the final last year. Okay, and the last direct entry is number 50 in the world, so in the 56 draw, you know, minus the qualifiers and the wild cards, looks like pretty much everybody in the world is here, but unfortunately we are missing three out of the top ten. But the show will go on, and 
somebody highly ranked will probably win. Number one seed, Daniil Medvedev. Number two seed, Carlos Alcaraz. Your three and four seeds, Stefanos Tsitsipas and Kasper Ruud. Five through eight, Rublev, Auger Aliassime, Sinner, and Hercotch. And quickly, nine through 16, Nori, Fritz, Berrettini, Schwartzman, Chilich, Dimitrov, and because Opelka is out, Gael Monfils is now the number 17 seed. Okay, let's take a look at the draw by quarter. Top quarter. <laughs> Medvedev Hercotch is the top quarter. Again, they played in last year's quarters, and they had that 7-6 in the third match, and Hercotch has gotten him, but he didn't get him at Canada last year, so that's a tough quarter for Medvedev during his best month of the year. Second quarter, Rude against Auger Aliassime. Third quarter, Sinner against Tsitsipas. And last quarter, Rublev versus Alcaraz. Let me see if Kyrgios is in the draw here. Oh, yeah, he is. So let's take a look at quarter by quarter. Okay, first is the Medvedev-Hercotch quarter. And Kyrgios opens against Sebastian Baez. We'll see if Kyrgios is tired from his run in singles and doubles in Washington this week. But if Kyrgios gets through that, he would play Medvedev. I think they played in Australia this year, and uh, Medvedev won that, but uh, Medvedev versus Kyrgios on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday night, that would definitely be entertaining. And Shapovalov is also in this section, in the Medvedev kind of mini-section. Um, it's been five years now since Shap got to the semis here, I believe, and... Uh, he beat Rafa and had a good month that month. We're still waiting for him to kind of have a breakthrough, really. Let's see. Anybody else in here? Vavrinka is in here. He opens against Emil Rusevori. Um, the person coming out of this section, it's going to be tough. Kirkoch is kind of all over the place right now. I'm going to say uh, that Medi is going to come through that into the semis. Second section, Rude and Felix section. Let's see. Bautista, Nori also in here. Brandon Nakashima took Kyrgios to five on Wimbledon center court last month. Rude. You know, hard is not his best surface, but the section here looks kind of doable. Rude and Felix. Felix is Canadian. I'm going to say... That And I believe he lost early last year, if I remember that right. Don't quote me on that. We'll edit that out. No, we won't. I'm going to say Felix is going to get through that. Third section, Sinner against Tsitsipas. Sinner will open against a qualifier. Berrettini and Monfils are also in here. And Tsitsipas is also here. You know, Sinner's been playing well. I'm going to go and Tsitsipas not so well. I'm going to say Sinner is going to come through that section. And our last section, Rublev and Alcaraz. Alcaraz also not playing quite as well these days. Ooh, first round match, Fritz and Murray in the first round. 
that would be fun. I think Fritz pulled out of Washington this week with some kind of issue. I haven't kept up with the tournaments this week that much. Let's see. So we got Rublev and Alcaraz in this section. And Fritz. Yeah, I'm going to pick one of those seeded players. I'm going to go against the grain. I'm going to not pick Alcaraz. I'm going to say that Rublev is going to come through that. So in my semis, I've got Medi against Felix, Sinner against Rublev. I'm going to say that Medi is going to defeat Felix, and I'm going to say that Sinner is going to beat Rublev. So we got a final of Medvedev against Sinner, and I'm going to say that Medvedev is going to be your Canadian Open champion. So in both the tournaments, men's and women's, I'm picking the number one seed to come through. So that probably isn't going to happen, you know, both number one seeds winning. But hey, if it does, clip this audio and uh, we'll uh, play it next week. Now, before I shut the mic off here, let me see if we have an order of play for tomorrow yet. If we don't, I'm going to cut here and we're going to insert the order of play for tomorrow this evening. I'm not seeing it here, so I'll be back in a few hours with part two of the podcast. And welcome back. Let's take a look at the order of play for Monday, August 8th, 2022. Let's start with the ladies in Toronto. First up at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Halep against Vekic, Haddad Maya against Trevisan, and Bushkova will be taking on the Wimbledon champion Rybakina. Second matchup, it's going to be Ostapenko against Kalanina, Pliskova against Krejcikova, and then Serena Williams makes her return to Canada, taking on Perezaz Diaz. All three of those matches featuring Grand Slam champions. Third match of the day, in the middle of the afternoon, Mohamed against Keyes. That's an all-USA match. Cornet against Garcia. All-French match. And Sloan-Stevens against Kennan. That's an all-American match. And like I mentioned earlier, that is a matchup of Grand Slam winners. Those are your day session matches for the women. The night session... Well, actually, looks like the second court does not have a scheduled night sessions so just to finish those out uh, fourth on the second court is going to be Kvitova against Risk and the tournament is listing her name as Risk Amritraj Risk Amritraj there was some confusion about that at Wimbledon because she's married now but Kvitova against Risk Amritraj and then Putintseva against Sibov, the Canadian player. Night session for the women. You know what? Let's come back to that. Let's do the day session for the men. Okay, I'm looking at all this for the first time because we want to get the live reaction, right? And the Montreal matches are going to start at 
noon Eastern time instead of 11. So the women start at 11 tomorrow. The men start at noon. And first up, we have Vavrinka against Rusevori, Francisco Sarundalo against Kachanov, and Mulkin against Mackenzie McDonald. Followed by Alexander Bublik taking on Jensen Brooksby. At 2 o'clock, we have Fritz against Andy Murray. A little bit later on in the day, we have a matchup of qualifiers, Gaston against Draper. Okay, now let's start to get into the night session. And the men's night session starts a little bit earlier at 6.30. Oh, and I missed one here. We have Manorino and Rinderneck on court nine. That's the fourth match on court nine. That is also a qualifier against qualifier situation. Okay, the night session. For the men, 6.30, it's Shapovalov against Damon R, and Giron against Bautista Agu. And the second match is going to be Davidovich Fukina against Schwartzman, and Fanini against Holger Rune. And for the women, the night session starts at 7 o'clock on Monday, and it's going to be Leila Fernandez, the Canadian U.S. Open finalist, playing Storm Sanders. And the second match is going to be Jill Teichman against Venus Williams. So both Williams sisters are in action tomorrow. In America, coverage will get underway on cable. It'll be rolling coverage all day on Tennis Channel. But as you know, there'll be lots of commercials, lots of studio, and they'll go back and forth from match to match. If you want to see matches in their entirety... Check out the Tennis Channel Plus streaming service, or Tennis TV has ATP coverage for you. All right, I think that's going to do it for our Canada preview, predictions, etc. scheduled preview podcast. And it should be a fun next couple weeks. Looking forward to it. And we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to Trips tennis talk the trips tennis talk podcast and uh, the plan is going to be to have daily podcasts for canada and cincinnati so that will that's a thing that differentiates me from something like the tennis podcast which is a much better podcast than this one but i will have daily missives talk to you next time thanks for listening to the end This podcast was made by Argon Productions.